0: You're listening to the Leaders of the Future podcast, where we believe the leaders of the future are the students of today. Welcome to episode four, where we look at the topic of how do you explain leadership? We hope you enjoy.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're listening from, whatever time of day, we want to say hello. And another leader of Leaders of the Future podcast with me, Julian Clark, from The 19 Project, and my favourite Danish friend, well, Australian friend in Denmark, Joel Bagnell from Lift Leaders. Hello, Joel. How are you?
0: Hello, Julian. Yes, Danish Australian. I wonder. I wonder what an Australian-flavoured Danish would taste like.
1: That is a peculiar question that we are not getting into today. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to be what we want to talk about is we want to talk about we obviously talk about leadership but we're kind of going back to the beginning and asking this question what is leadership in a general sense so i'm going to let you answer that question joel
0: oh well thank you thank you for dropping the uh, <laughs> dropping me in the hot seat yeah i mean in, in one sense uh it is the question to answer or an exciting question to answer uh, what is leadership um, like I, I think when it comes to that leadership is incredibly simple in its concept, right? Or it's in, it's incredibly simple to spot. I think we can all agree that it's easy to, to see when good leadership is at work or who a good leader is and who a good leader isn't. That's never the yeah. problem I think, but the problem, uh, with leadership is that it's hard to do. I mean, if leadership was easy to do, then there would just be fantastic leaders everywhere. But history sort of tells us that, um, you know, it's probably a little bit harder than we think to be a leader. So leadership is simple in concept, but probably complicated to do.
1: Yeah, it's it's a multifaceted, there's a great word, um, thing, isn't it? Leadership. So there is, I like to think a bit of there's many layers to leadership and understanding what leadership is. Do you have a... I know often people ask me, you know, what's your definition of leadership? Do you have a definition?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I love, I love little definitions. Definitions, <laughs> sorry, or acronyms. That's my favourite. That like,
1: so we're not talking about fat leaders anymore. That was <laughs> no, a previous. Episode. No,
0: but I promise you, there'll be more acronyms. <laughs> uh, well, I really, I really like. Uh, well, my definition comes from inspiration of John Maxwell's definition of leadership. That leadership is influence. Um, But if you drill down on that a bit more or if you make it more practical than that, I think that leadership is or a leader is someone who is able to someone who is able to take someone or a group of people to a place they may not have gone themselves. I think that's what a a leader is or that's what leadership is. That's brilliant. The ability to take someone or a group of people to a place they may not have gone themselves. What about you, Julian? I'd be interested to hear yours.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I don't have a definition. And I know that's oh, probably a cop-out. That's a shock. I think for me, I mean, I totally agree. Leadership is influence. And I love your definition. It is about taking people with you to somewhere where they wouldn't have necessarily gone. I was listening to something recently. I was actually listening to John Maxwell recently. And he was talking about leaders climbing mountains. But if you only climb the mountain on your own, you're just a hiker. Um, and so it's that kind of definite that for me, leadership is taking people with you, you've got to have some followers, mm-hmm. otherwise, while well, you leading, although yeah. you do have to lead yourself well first. But for me, I, I would, you know, I would pick out particular aspects of leadership. So I would talk about leadership reach, it reaches into every sphere. It's not just for one part of life, that it is about building people it is about serving those who you lead. It is about using your gifts and talents for the benefit of others or seeing something come to pass. That, that sounds quite grand. Um, rather than grand a specific good, definition as such. So I don't know if that helps.
0: No, it helps. And uh, maybe this is yet another good time to plug your book. Julian, <laughs> <Until laughs> about 19, you definitely have some good... Uh, good facets like you said uh, of what leadership is so if, if anyone hasn't read that yet if you're a young leader especially around the age of 19 make sure you pick up that book
1: yeah and one of the things I write in the introduction in there actually is that someone said to me in in the process of writing the book and giving it to people they said you don't put a definition in so I actually write an introduction about that you know someone asked me for a definition but my hope would be that people read it and realize that actually to define leadership may actually restrict what leadership can be okay. and i'm very keen to focus on the layers of leadership rather than say one particular attribute because the moment you think oh i've got leadership sorted and i know what it is is the moment you realize that you haven't got it sorted and you don't know what it is mm. and so for me it's it's the journey and there we are we've used the j word that <laughs> leadership is a journey <laughs> cliche i know it's cliche but it is because that's a that's that's the definition itself is that leadership is not about the destination it's about the journey and the moment you think oh yeah i know what leadership is is the moment you start messing up and realize hmm. that you don't know what leadership is
0: yeah i think it is i think in a way uh you're right leadership well no, not in a way i'm here i am trying to <laughs> i'm not pulling no, apart your defini- dis- definition disagree
1: come on we, no, we no, one of the uh, we want that people would disagree, don't we? Because yeah. this is just our opinion. So if people are listening and you don't agree, we want to. We want to know. Please let us know. Well,
0: I just want to. I just want to surgically analyze that for for a moment. <laughs> I think you're a hundred percent right. The, I'm not afraid of disagreeing because actually I agree with you. But the reason why uh, a journey makes sense because of a destination. Um, but the reason why the journey is so important is because on the way. That's where the greatest lessons are learned or, uh, really, really important for any organization or church or ministry or whatever you're leading. The the reason why the journey counts is because you build the culture along the way you build the people you you're, you're walking with the people and that's very important as a Christian. Um, but also on the journey is you establish who you are as a, as a group. So, uh, that's where culture comes under the microscope is how you journey in leadership.
1: Yeah, definitely. Is there a need then for us to distinguish between kind of secular leadership and Christian leadership? Obviously, the podcasts are geared towards young leaders in a church environment, really. We're talking to young Christian leaders, aren't we? Mm. So is there a need for us to split this?
0: Well, yeah, split is probably... <laughs> a divisive word. <laughs> there we go. There's uh, there's a bit of irony for you. Maybe maybe split is probably uh too definite because I mean I've been I don't know about you Julian but I've been in many discussions where people are like oh now we're running churches or we're running ministries like businesses and oh we well, you know we're a church a church is different to secular culture well I I think there's an overlap I think we have so much to learn from secular leadership and business culture that really serves Christian leadership. Well, Um, but definitely Christian leadership, I think serves uh, secular leadership. Well, but the the context, I guess what you're asking for is context. We are talking to young leaders and we want to encourage people in Christian leadership. Uh, And even though there isn't overlap, there is a significant difference. And uh, I, I think if, you know, my definition of what Christian leadership is ultimate leadership or ultimate Christian leadership is ultimate servanthood. And um, we're not in this for ourselves or our own lifestyle gain or anything like that, that we are doing this out of obedience to Christ. And we're here to serve people and here to serve God. That's the difference between Christian and secular leadership purely, I think.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah. I was, I was so engrossed with what you were saying there. Um, That I had a thought and it's completely gone out of my head, but um, (laughs) as is is once, you know, um, of a certain age and all the rest of it, senior moments start to happen, but yeah, you totally You said it on me? Yeah, well, I thought I would before (laughs) you did. Um, You like to, you know, we like to talk about my book, but you like to remind people that you're much younger than I am, so, you know. True, true. We'd go there.
0: I can only only get away with that a certain amount of time, you know, the clock is ticking.
1: But I totally I, I totally agree with you that, you know, churches can get caught up or get caught in this. It's all become about business. You know, I do remember years ago doing some team building exercises in church and people refused to do it. You're going back like maybe 20 years. They refused to do it because it was a business kind of idea mm. uh, rather than seeing it as this is a way that actually we can get to know one another a little bit better as well as having some fun, you know. And actually kind of just learn what it means to work together as a team, um, it is that it's ministry versus leadership isn't it when it comes to church that often people are all about the ministry, we just want to pray for people, but actually understanding that if we could train some people up to pray, we could actually pray for more people or we could reach mm. more people because we 've got some leadership in place mm. um, maybe we're maybe we're getting off. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> off topic, we've, <laughs> no, we've it, wandered a little bit, haven't it, we? But uh, it
0: applies because I, I guess so many things about Christian faith is a dichotomy, and we got to yeah. embrace the dichotomy. It's not one or the other. But you, you were telling me earlier, Julian, about this resource that uh, you often go to, or this writer or this thinker you often go to, who articulates the heart of Christian leadership well.
1: Yeah, there's a great book called Growing Leaders by James Lawrence. And he says this he says christian leadership is founded in relationship with god it's rooted in the bible and directed by the spirit it's marked by servanthood which i know is something we perhaps will talk about in future episodes when we talk about leadership being kind of grounded in love Mm. you know another book i've read recently says that everyone can lead because everyone can serve so you know christian leadership in that sense is it's not to say that secular leadership isn't marked by servanthood, but Christian leadership definitely is marked by servanthood. It's shaped by the cross and the resurrection as a key thing that obviously shapes us as individuals because of what we believe. And that faithfulness becomes the marker of success rather than other things. It's sustained by prayer and it's lived out personally as part of a church community. Um, And I, I like those because it reminds us, It's too easy in these days where there's thousands of leadership books to get caught up in the next kind of big thing, the next leadership thought that's kind of built around a a secular premise or for business and forget that the reason we want to lead and we want to make a difference is because of what Jesus has done in our lives. Mm. And we want to respond to that and make a difference. So the influence we want to make isn't just for ourselves or to be seen as someone who's a great leader. Actually, it's so that people see Jesus in us and that he is the greatest of leaders, if that makes sense. It
0: definitely makes sense. I'm deeply impacted by that little line you dropped. And I don't know from what book uh, it is. We said, everyone can lead because everyone can serve. That's That's a significant statement when it comes to what is leadership. Because I feel like I've... I've been in these scenarios where uh, I've been talking to, whether it's leaders in our own church or, you know, preaching or teaching somewhere with lift leaders. And sometimes people look at you a bit funny when you say, yeah, we we're all called to lead. Uh, mm-hmm. I just think that's a great articulation that we were all able to lead because we can all serve. Where did you
1: hear that? Um, it's from a book called serve to lead 2.0 21st century leaders manual. It's not a Christian author, um but it's it's looking at and that comes in a portion when he's talking about 10 principles for a 21st century leader and so there are so that's the first that's number one though everyone can lead because everyone can serve and really Mm. that's the the premise for the book and he then goes on to talk about that in how we communicate how we make decisions how we persuade others how we collaborate all that kind of stuff how we do team has to come from that place of love for other people and our willingness to serve others.
0: Mm, that sounds like a great voice into the secular and the, the business leadership area. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So let's, um, I don't know I don't know if we successfully uh drilled down on um what is leadership but maybe the point of what we're trying to say or there's no maybes okay we definitely are intentional about this but we want to open the discussion on what is leadership and um for me uh, like that that's the concept I want to always work through with people and I found the challenge of working through with young leaders is uh, unpacking leadership in a very practical way, and we're going to talk a lot more uh, over the next few or a series of podcasts on how we can simply understand and simply apply leadership um, better so we really i guess today wanted to start the conversation on what is leadership uh, but um what <laughs> just just as a practical thing out of today 's episode. There's many great leadership books out there. Last time I checked on Amazon, this is not an advertisement for Amazon, but uh, there was over two hundred thousand leadership books for sale in English.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. do Do you
0: have a favorite, Julian? I know you were very.
1: (laughs) I know you two hundred thousand. You've read them all. I know you have.
0: (laughs) You're very very widely read. Maybe not two hundred thousand, but. Do you have a favorite leadership book just, just so that you can recommend it to whoever's listening today?
1: I mean, that's a difficult question because I, I, I am obviously, I've thrown out a couple of, obviously, my own book, that is the best one to read, <laughs> um, and referenced a couple of other books. So I, I do read, and I read a mix of different things, not just leadership books. But um, the first leadership book I ever read was The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell back in 1996 and it completely messed with my head I don't I'd never read a leadership book I hadn't really thought of the concept of leadership what it meant that combined with how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie Mm. and courageous leadership by Bill Hybels kind of just set me on a challenge really so I went on to read developing the leader within you which is also by John Maxwell and I enjoy his books and I would definitely recommend those um, as a place to go to. He he writes with secular and Christian in mind because he is a Christian. He's been a pastor, but he's also um, works in the business world as well. Yeah. So he understands both sides of that. Um, the other book I would recommend would be The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni. Um, he writes books like a fable. So it's kind of like a story told um, but the advantage kind of builds on the other books that he's written. Um, it's very practical in its nature. Um, for young leaders, maybe more of a challenge because they're still learning some of this stuff. But I would definitely, um, I would recommend that. And if I was here long enough, there would be a whole list. Um, the one I'm reading at the moment, I am reading, if I can remember its name, is by Wayne Cordero and it is i'm just looking for it on my list powerful attitudes for a successful life wow and it's a, it's a tiny little book but again it's it's a it's packed full of um truths and it will for a young leader in particular i think it'll be really really helpful so there you go what about you <laughs>
0: well <laughs> the point of the question was to to pick out on one uh but uh, thank you hey for, sorry
1: thank yeah. you for st- <laughs> <laughs>
0: thank you for also stealing some of my thunder but uh so therefore so i'm gonna give myself a little bit more license too uh i would okay. say two let's i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick two and I'll, I'll signal out an author as well uh two books that i think have really helped me very uh practically or i, I i've really it's shaped the way i think is 360 degree leader by john maxwell um i do like you i really do love john maxwell as a leadership writer but i i was made to <laughs> made forced to uh read 360 degree leader while i was in bible college and it actually really just opened up you know he brings a lot of that stuff the 21 feudable, irrefutable laws of leadership yeah. uh, as a foundation and those things into the 360 degree leader and what i love about that is that it it actually really met me where I was at because I wasn't the leader. The whole concept of 360 degree leadership is how do you lead where you are? Uh, Because a lot of people listening to this, they're not the leader, you know, or they're considering leadership. And so to pick up leadership as a lifestyle, maybe that's the right way to say um, 360 degree leaders for that. Also another book that really impacted me was the ideal team player by Patrick Lencioni. Um, That's the, like his books are so easy to read um yeah um, but that's the first book i've i've read all the way through in one continual sitting right so i mind you i was on a long-haul flight from australia to europe but uh i opened the book when the plane took off and then i just kept reading and reading and reading and reading and reading until i was done and um that wasn't i mean that is impressive <laughs> in for me in one sense but the most impressive thing was how the principles how usable the principles of that book was so yeah and and, and my, my favorite author at the moment hands down has to be patrick lincioni because he's very obviously team oriented and culture oriented and i just think that is so helpful for people considering leadership
1: yeah and, and we could talk about different books we've read and and exchange ideas and I think for those who are listening you know we're happy to do that and maybe over over time we'll we'll do that more but if you are if you're listening, please let us know maybe what your favorite leadership book is, mm. that would be great. And uh, we want to say thank you for listening today. We'll we'll continue unpacking this idea of leadership, um, as we've already said over the next few episodes. But if you have a question, we'd like to hear from you. Please subscribe, follow us on our social media platforms, Lift Leaders and The 19 Project. Go to our websites, send us a message, um, tell us what you're thinking of the podcast so far. And um, that's your way of getting involved in these. But um, Joel, thanks for hanging out again, and you know, having conversation. These are, this is our favourite topic to talk about. So um, you know, really appreciate the time.
0: Thank you, Julian. And we're going to do this again for sure.
1: Yep. Hey, everybody who's listening, we'll see you again very soon.
0: Thanks so much for listening today. We hope you feel inspired and empowered on your leadership journey. If you want to stay connected to Lift Leaders or The 19 Project, go to liftleaders.com or the 19project.com to stay connected. Also, if you're loving this podcast, why don't you subscribe? If you listen on iTunes or Spotify, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way, you can get the latest updates as soon as they come so that you stay connected and you don't miss out. Thanks so much for listening. And until we chat next time, God bless.